Hi everyone, and welcome to this episode of Black Party. We have a very special guest for the Black today. His name is Marcus Correa, and he comes to us from Brazil. We are very excited to have him with us today. He is the founder and CEO of MoodFit, an outdoor fitness lifestyle brand that has 600 locations across the world and are using technology to enhance the lives of thousands of people. MoodFit does this by providing free outdoor fitness stations and classes ranging from personalized fitness to yoga, all from certified instructors and fitness influencers, all the while using technology to enhance the experience. Through consistent quality experience and a large growing user base, they've established partnerships with the largest companies in the world, such as Santander, Samsung, and Under Armour. Marcus shed some light on how MoodFit came to be and how it evolved to meet changing business models, from his humble beginnings in Rio de Janeiro to his latest ventures in Miami, China, and Los Angeles. MoodFit is on a quest to be the brand that acquires the next billion users, a term you'll hear us refer to a few times in the course of this podcast. We talk about how MoodFit is incorporating technology in their current stations, how they work with governments globally, and how they plan to use technology in the future, and why fitness is so central to all of it. So, without further ado, here is the Mood Fit episode. Yes. yes, all right. Yes. Cool. All right. Let you guys me, sound good. We, 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 on, we, got, we got audio levels? Yeah, we got it. All right, that's 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 amazing. All right, cool. I'm just going to introduce us, you know, just like give it a little introductions and I'm going to just send it your way. With urban lifestyles retreating inside homes and offices more and more every single day, it becomes evident that the modern individual is less physically active and involved with the world around them. Joining us today is Marcus Correa of Mood a wellness lifestyle company bringing a new perspective on activity and fitness to cities around the world. Marcus is a visionary who introduced Mood to the world back in 2011, starting in Brazil and has expanded, partnering with cities throughout the world. Also joining us today is the East Coast director, Steven Diaz, who's going to uh, add some color commentary as well. Gentlemen, welcome to the block. Thank you for having, thank you for joining us here today. Thank you guys. Thanks for having us. So, hi, Z. Hi, Chris. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, right. glad, glad to have you here. So, uh, I mean, I got introduced to uh, Mood through G when we went down on vacation for New Year's. That was a very fun time. And he was talking to me about these stations that he works on, these uh, fitness stations that were all over Brazil. Whoa. Oh, man. Almost oh. like that. Uh, technical difficulty. It's all good. Yeah. You got it, Chris? Yeah, it's all good. All right. I didn't I got a little I got a little too excited there. But um You might so, need to take take out your energy on one of these outdoor fitness stations. Yeah, that is true. I actually might. New York, we always in uh we're always in rooms, we're always cramped. But uh Marcus, can you tell us what mood is? Introduce us to the audience at home and can you explain a little about why you started mood? Okay. Um back into '95. I started mood inspired by Venice Muscle Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went there and I saw the old outdoor gym that people used to take a lot of pictures mm-hmm. and tourists love. But I noticed 
that the equipment were rusted and people had to pay. So I was in my college finishing the, the degree in engineer and I decided to, to develop equipments for outdoor gyms. Mm -hmm. But instead of asking people to pay to get inside, I imagined something that people you would use free. So we started a project with the city of Rio mm -hmm. to make a first gym. Uh, I didn't have Moody yet, but I met some guys that used to produce uh, regular gym equipment and we did something in stainless steel. We developed the methodology to like a park, kid park like, that you go inside, stay like 30 minutes, everybody get out, everybody come the next people to the next 30 minutes and work out free. And we got 8,000 users in the first project in 98. Wow. Then I had a discotheque, the most famous in Rio. Really? I bought, yes, a nightclub. And I met a lot of girls. <laughs> and, you know, I was 25. I think every guy that could need to have this experience and <laughs> owning a nightclub is something yes. I'd like to do. And uh, in three months, um, I received a proposal to, to that guys that want to pay the double for what I invested. And then I got the money and decided to do what I loved. And in 2002, I started my company mm -hmm. investing in a book, in a, I, I invested in design. I, I made some pictures telling the story of how I started the company and the benefits of outdoor gym. That was health for the public, fitness, the, the inclusive fitness. I, I talk about uh, some people that has uh, some difficulty to, to get in regular fitness. And, and we talk about the tourists that can use that facility. And I stayed like three years visiting cities and trying to sell equipment. Mm. My first business model was to sell equipment. And if you, in 2005, I changed my business model and I started to, to rent equipment and do uh, events during the summer with sponsorship. Mm. So much uh, in that time, Apple still sold music. Microsoft still sells uh, software. But I started four years before then to, to, to change my business model to service mm -hmm. instead of sell things. So, selling product. Yes. And when I decided that, I, I started to have uh, less client but fidelity and I, I could plan my, my company because we have monthly payments and once we get a sponsor every summer we get the same project when we rent equipment for one city we receive every month a payment for that equipment yeah and it, it made a lot of difference because difference because we were not more uh, like an industry that need to sell equipment every month and to, to survive. Of course. Right. Mm -hmm. And in 2009, I uh, was challenged by the city of Rio mm -hmm. to, to do something to replace the old bars and uh, pull up that was rusted in the, in the city. And 
Then I designed uh, the workout outdoor station, and I'm uh, inspired by a, a bus stop. Uh, I designed something with attached with a panel that could have a advertisement, and that would permit uh, that the sponsor get a good uh, exposition and and that uh, the city doesn't need to pay for the equipment. So I, I applied for a permission mm -hmm. and start. In that time, 2009, we, we changed again our business model. We started to work in the out-of-home advertisement industry that you, it, there is the big ones here, Titan, Clear Channel, GCDCO, the companies that work for decades in this business. Mm -hmm. um, the principal difference is that they sell advertisements uh, every week for different companies and yeah. we don't believe on that. We believe that the company needs to, to, to be connected with the values and what you deliver. So you need to be in the daily habits of the people mm -hmm. to convince the people that you are good company and trust in the same values. And, and so we decided to, to get sponsors for long-term contracts. One year, two years, three years, we have contracts with some uh, sponsors like Bank Santander that is nine, nine years with us. The United Health uh, Group, that is from United States, they have a company in Brazil that stayed with us for 10 years. So it, it, that it was the third business model. And now, since last year, we are using technology, digital platforms to develop a kind of ecosystem mm -hmm. where we're gonna be, we can say that we are a fitness chain outdoor because we have 600 locations. 600? Yes, we have more than 500 stations. Not in Rio? In Brazil. Oh. We, we, we are in six from the 10th uh, major cities of Brazil. We are mm -hmm. in Sao Paulo, Brazil, the capital. We are in Florianópolis, we are in Rio, Goiânia, Brasilia. And in these locations, we have the station, and in other locations, we have the outdoor gyms that we rent or we sell, and even that we have with sponsors. Okay. There is one city in Brazil, in North, Recife, they have 30 uh, outdoor gyms, like Muscle Beach, mm -hmm. and they have more than 8,000 8, people uh, in the program using that uh, gyms yeah. and going there every day to work out. And that's, that's a lot of people. That's yeah. a lot of people every yeah, single day. I, I want to ask, how do you um, how do you measure the amount of people that come? Because to get in the gyms, you you need to to sign a papers and to to, to to give your name and everything else. And we now connect with the, the the stations. We could get money from the sponsor and we invest in group class. We offer group class uh, close to the stations and we use a Mindboard app uh, since uh, last year. And once you download the app from Moody, you find places where you can find yoga class, 
volleyball, beach volleyball, uh, crossfit, and in several cities, mm -hmm. we, we have a, uh, inspired by the, the, the food trucks, we have a training truck that goes with the equipment. <laughs> we have a partner with Leco that supply the Olympic Games, and yeah. we, we have, uh, we deliver bars, bumpers, kettlebells, everything else, or even only a yoga class. And we use technology to make a city a wellness city because when you book a class through the app, mm -hmm. you can find where you can practice, uh, what time you can book your place, and you can have uh, comfortable. It's comfortable to be there and know that you have your place reserved. Yeah. So it seemed that you're taking a new approach to fitness, bringing fitness to the people, making sure that people are more involved outdoors with their city. Was this always your original idea? Uh, I can't, I, I don't say that is the original idea, but our proposal, and our pro, uh, proposal, yeah. yes, sorry about my English, well, is to no, transform good. the cities in a wellness spaces that connect people and be, uh, with the people, the city with the people and between them. So everybody's talking now about smart cities. Yes. But what is, it's everything, this is enough for a city to be a smart or there is something that is more important. If you see the, the best city to live from Monaco, mm -hmm. that's a magazine that make research in the cities of every place of the world, you see that the best cities to live are the cities that has good parks, beach, and public space where people meet each other. And when you give a, a good infrastructure of sport, or we have here a friend that has a app, Sportimity, that shows uh, where you can find place to practice sports. And what we do, Moody do, Sportimity do, is to help people to use their city, to make the city uh, better. Yeah. And find group class or find uh, even a station or even a skate park in the end, you you like more your city. You f you find uh, your friends, and in this point, it's uh, it's a uh, we use the technology, the the app in digital mm -hmm. to make you you off of digital. Yeah. Right. So incentivizing people to be more active, just be using smart technology to make their real world a lot more basically get wellness yes. we, we, we are talking last days a lot last two months with Google Google mm. has a project that is the next billion users of Wi-Fi they start in India Indonesia Mexico and they want to deliver Wi-Fi for a billion people but I asked them in the first uh, page of our presentation is what are our next billion users because there is 80% of the people of the United States doesn't have access for fitness 
in gyms. Yeah. There is only 20% on gyms. In Brazil, only 4%. So, uh, there is another concept that interests that the future brand lab. Uh, At Google. Google. No, Google yeah. has their project with the next billion users. But okay. it's something that, uh, there is a concept that co is called civic brands. Civic brands. We what can is say this? that Moody is a civic brand. What is a civic brand? Is what, uh, civic brands solve problems that the government cannot solve or step in, in industry that there is a problem that the government doesn't solve or the, the society doesn't knows how to use, and you go there and you get a solution. When we we have an ecosystem of wellness that we have the sponsors that want to connect with the millennials of the or users or the, the concept of yoga, imagine how many class you can have free in the parks of New York City if Atleta or if Lula Lemo or Under Armour want to deliver for people because more people using uh, and practicing yoga or CrossFit and everything, yeah. more people will go in their stores and buy stuff to, to, to practice. Of course. Right. So it's a no dark side ecosystem. Yeah. Uh, we have four stakeholders. We have the government that has a healthy city okay. and, and a health public. We have the, the users that receive the ecosystem and use the station, the class. We have the companies that can support and be connected with these values. And we have the coach because nowadays we hire coaches in Brazil to give class. And, and we have a phenomenon in Brazil that our station in the beach are like our gyms because a lot of coach goes there and give class in the, the stations. So you're not only just providing the equipment, you're also providing the community. You're fostering community to get them more, uh, get them more socially conscious about fitness. That's, exactly. That's, that's impressive. Uh, I'd like to take it back, uh, just so we have people who are listening to this for just audio and they're not watching the video. Can you uh, explain to us what these stations are? If you, uh, let's take it back to the station. What is the station? Okay, the station is a compacted equipment that you have bars and pull-up and other things and you can practice more than 200 kind of body weight exercise mm -hmm. and in this station we have a self-stand base that uh, it, it's, uh, it's able to, to put the station over a sand or in a grass mm -hmm. and we have the, the advertisement panel that uh, there is a the, the, the one side is to explain uh, some exercises that you can use. Mm. This part of the, the station will come in the next version of our new app. We can talk about that later. Of to do yourself exercise that you're gonna deliver and the methodology that we develop. But the other side there is a space for the message of the sponsors. So the station is easy to to put in the floor and to to install. We we grew in the last three or four years. We installed more than 400 stations. 
So uh, what has been a public reception like to these stations? Obviously you have 600 of these stations, so, but do have people been uh, pretty positive about these implements? Yes, most of the people, especially in Brazil, sometimes think that it's something from the government. They think the government pays for it or rent it. Or they are like uh, a little bit surprised when they understand that, no, there is a, it's a private investment. Uh, we, are, we are private private owner of this dish and we have the sponsor paying for it and people uh, uh, take care of this station because normally they know that some uh, friend or parent uh, use it. So we, we have a lower, low uh, vandalism really? rate, a very low because People take care, and when we have a broke flooring or something like that, people take their phones and call our company and say where is the station that has a problem. We have a, in each city that we work, we have teams that every day goes to the streets with cars to maintenance. Uh -huh. So we, we offer not only the equipment, but the service for the city. That's that's actually really impressive. So, in terms of deployment and maintenance, the the government's um, sole job is you know to facilitate an actual place, like in terms of uh, red tape and stuff like that. They don't actually um, you know pay for anything. No, they they don't pay. And in some cases, like São Paulo, we pay uh, some part of our money to a sport fund mm -hmm. that use this money for other kind of. Uh, projects. So we pay in São Paulo every year a uh, amount of money. And in Rio de Janeiro, we are uh, we are negotiating with the city about how much uh, percentage of our incomes we're gonna pay for the city mm -hmm. to have the right to do more direct advertising. Because nowadays most of our contracts we just advertise the, the public interest and message of the sponsors, not talking about products or service of the sponsors. But in other cities, we have the right to do free advertising. But it's something that we, we don't like. We prefer to, to, to send messages of public interest. Mm, right. Yeah, of course, that, that makes sense. And I'm looking at a photo right now of one of these stations and this young man right here enjoying it. These look like very high quality stations for something that's publicly used. I mean, yeah. you guys are providing really good quality stuff. I'm uh, assuming it has to, you know, stand up to weather conditions. It yes. Has to, yeah. uh, one, one point that I think that one point that made uh, a success story of mood mm -hmm. is that we choose stainless steel as a main material to do our products because it's a material that costs at least five, uh, four times more than the regular steel. Yeah. But for the sponsors and for for the sponsors, it's better to be connected with something with quality. For the, the users, they know that it's something good, so they they give value for that. For the maintenance, the cost is much lower than if you have. So it's a decision that make all the system possible and easier to develop. That's, 
Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, I, I do 100% see the need for quality because it does really reinforce that your brand is not only providing said quality, but making sure that the community is receiving that quality as well. Um, I, I just want to quickly add something to what Marcus was saying of course. about how the importance of the quality of the stations uh, for the sponsor, let alone the person using it. Um, these stations, part of the ecosystem that Marcus was mentioning is the brand with the, the, the public. And what's really interesting about our, um, this product in Moot is that these stations allow brands to interact with their consumers uh, in a way that's not, that's not out there right now. It's in a very, very completely different market to engage your customer and provide them with free wellness and activities all outdoors for absolutely free. It gives brands the opportunity and sponsors like Senten there in this photo right here to engage their customers in a completely different way. It's, it's not only connecting with them as, as one brand to another, but improving their daily lives. And every time that they do that, it gives the sponsor an opportunity to, you know, to engage and create customer loyalty. They're positively so, advocating themselves. Absolutely. So not only just advertising to your to your client or your to your customer, but improving their daily lives is part of the mission and part of the biggest ecosystem within Move that Marcus was mentioning. I'm 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 now thinking about that, like this new market to uh talk to these new customers. And I remember you were mentioning the next billion users, the next billion people are going to be involved in these smart cities. And it goes back to what you said, just being a smart city does not necessarily make it a better city. So combining this level of quality and creating a new market for them to reach out to people. Uh, have there, have there been many sponsors who have been very interested in this? Yes, we worked with the major company of the world. We, during the Olympic Games, Under Armour was our sponsor. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the biggest bank from Europe now uh, as a sponsor. We, we, got, we started the project of training truck with Samsung. We had, yeah, uh, I saw that right here. Uh, yeah, Samsung. What? We have even uh, a, a company that is Smart Fit is a company that has uh, the biggest chain of fitness in Brazil and they sponsor a training truck because they want to uh, put more people to to do exercise and even to go there after because we are complementary. People can start outdoor, but can in some days can go to inside. Uh, and it's important to say that uh, to to do to be outside and to do exercise outside is much better for the health. Uh, there is a lot of research that shows that the the benefits for your mental health. And for the, because of the vitamin D that the sun provides to you, is very good to, to do exercise outdoor. And, and because of that, we, we, we know that it's a rouge trend. Uh, about trends, we can say that um, American College of Sport Medicine uh, makes a research every year with owners of the gyms, coach and users and they define the 20 most important trends in fitness. From the 10 first trends, we work with at least seven. I can remember by my mind now that we work with uh, outdoor fitness, fitness inclusive. We work with body weight. It's a trend 
to, to work with your body weight. We work with small group class. We work with yoga. That's uh, one of the trend five. We work uh, also with a certified coach because in Brazil is required that you you have you need a degree on the degree in the college to do to be a coach. In United States there isn't these rules, but in Brazil we have the certified coach. So um, and we work with heat high intensive training in the CrossFit class. So we 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 are in. Uh, it's luck or not, but we have seven from ten. We do not have yet wearables, but we we now uh, we are developing a, a new vision for the future of mood that we can talk about. And by all means, go ahead. Like, <laughs> okay. What what does this future look uh, like? Okay, we understand the the station. In the is the same like Uber driverless. We're gonna have the station that there is that will work without need of coach. The coach will be needed always for the group class, but we are developing the new station to connect with methodologies. We developed three methodologies, one for functional training, like it's a kind of outdoor CrossFit. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, the coach that developed it has the best uh, CrossFit boxing reel. It's a, experience at coach we have a yoga movement uh, training system that you can improve your yoga practice in the stations using the bars we our coach is an engineer mm -hmm. and I, we talk about the, the algorithm after but it's funny this story and we have the balance methodology when you have a pen, when you stay a long time running or in a bike, you can go in the station and make some exercise like a physiotherapy that helps you to compensate and to improve your level of uh, well-being, uh, like uh, to be good. And we 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 join. We invited a guy that came from the f biggest company of TV in Brazil, mm -hmm. that was in charge of Globe.com. He was user experience director there and came here to to develop a digital platform over our stations. The station has the methodology and a new app. In this new app, we're gonna deliver the same thing that Mindbody in the group class. Mm -hmm. You can book the class, but we're gonna have a do-yourself area like the the others, Freeletics or Nike training club but with a big difference because we will provide you a free space to train so we have already 600 and we we're gonna deploy more and more stations in the and we plan to come to United States and with this station this methodology you're gonna be able to train and to to have uh, more than 300 exercise so the algorithm that we are doing with the engineer college of brazil of rio mm -hmm. and with our coach of yoga uh, she has a doctoral degree in science in computer science and she left the engineer to be coach of yoga but she's doing an algorithm that will arrange the the exercise especially to you considering where you are who you are 
if you are starting or if you have a long time training, if you do something yes or not, if you have a problem in any part or muscle of your body and receiving back uh, for you information in the app, mm -hmm. oh, I find that this exercise is good or not easy and in the future connect with your wearables. I can check if during the exercise your Apple Watch shows that it was too too difficult for you, we can improve it in the next day you're gonna receive a, a series of exercise. It will be done considering your, your needs. So it's always engaging the user to incentivize them to keep coming back, come back the next day, work on this, come back the next day, work on work on something uh, with your legs or something like that. Yes, but in the other, in the other side, the methodology will be done in a way that if you are at home or in an old station or in the new station, we can deliver exercise that you can do it at your home really? or in the station. Because uh, even the other uh, the apps deliver it, but the difference is that we're gonna have the the infrastructure also. So and one point that make make us different it's that we have our own uh, way to to show our app we don't need to buy advertisement we can put our advertisement in the panels of the stations and people download the app like crazy and so when we inform the people through our uh, through, uh, from, uh, uh, through our panels that we have an app to sh to teach you to how to use the station, we're gonna see a rise of downloads yeah. crazy yeah. because only because the group class we have 50,000 users in Brazil that download the app to find the, the class. But imagine with 600 places that saying, hey, download this app and, and I will show you how to use the station. So the potential to engage people and to to know to create a big platform of users is something very rude uh, big yeah uh, yeah absolutely um I, I, you know just as marcus was talking about engagement um the reason I'm, I'm actually here talking with you guys today is because uh when i traveled to brazil with, with my friends and connected with everyone in this room um is that you know i was engaged with one of these stations and whether it was just passing by uh, a physical station, um, you know, I, I got in contact with a friend who wound up working for the company. And when, when Marcus was mentioning about engagement is that even though I can physically pass by a station, it's really interesting what these digital platforms can do about you being engaged with the station, just not only on your phone, but also with a physical station outdoors. So simultaneously, you are engaged in a digital platform, but receiving wellness and doing an activity outdoors. That's something that separates uh, the Mood app towards uh, just a, a do-it-yourself a do, a do app at home working out, um, you know, with your, you know, push-ups or, or, or sit-ups on, on an app on your phone. This, this comes with a completely new platform. It completely changes um, how you engage with these apps, let alone outdoor activities. That's, that's super impressive. From, just from a business perspective, um, I know you guys mentioned that you would not be uh, having any ad placement inside the app since the advertisers are on the stations themselves. 
have um have any of the sponsors expressed interest to place advertisements into the app or is that something mood does not want to no do? for now we develop the app with the same approach of the station we have place where the the sponsors can offer group of classes or some kind of offering because we believe that they can be a important part of the ecosystem so we develop it with uh, we take a long time like four five months to think how we can have a good uh, space in the app for the sponsor but from till now we give free for for the Santander and we for the start we're gonna continue like that they sponsor the the station or a city a circuit of station and we give the digital platform together because it makes sense for them if we, we deliver together the digital world and the physical world uh, it's a everyday connection with the user because when he goes there and look for a group class or he remember who is the sponsor or and check other offerings and uh, for to finalize the, the vision of our uh, stations we are developing with the Mathematics Institute of uh, in Brazil that is one of the most important we are starting to check the vision that we have to take your image in the stations. We already have sensors, but we're going to put uh, in few years cameras that will check you during your exercise process, your movement, compare with the methodology that we, de we developed and save through a voice message in your in your phone, in your headphone, to correct in real time your exercise. So you go there. That's <laughs> impressive. That's super impressive. <laughs> and not only give you the, the exercise, but correct and help you how to do in real time. Because one coach can check one, two, two users. And one coach can check your elbow or maybe your knee. But the computer in the future will be able to check 20, 50 parts of your movement and under, not only check your ankle, your knee or your neck, but check your entire body and not one person. Imagine that we can check 50 person doing exercise in an in a open space without station. That's but it, each person can have. I don't know. Uh, it, if we're gonna win this run, but it's a vision that for me is clear as water. I know that it's gonna happen. People, it's a, a, a question of time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's it's really more when, not and yet. The, and the software or this algorithm could be in your pocket, in your phone. If you put your phone in front of you in a open space, and you do exercise at home with your phone your phone can teach you yeah it's 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 a, it's a little interesting how uh you mentioned how uh vr and, a, and ar is working right now like if snapchat can if you can add a, a filter to your face i don't understand why they couldn't track certain points in your body you know in the next five to ten years or, or even sooner than that 
uh, to correct yourself in, in a, a position or within a workout. Even even Nike has those sneakers that have the sensors in them to see if you're running uh, correctly. It's super, it's it, it's not, it's not if it's gonna happen, it's definitely it's, it's going when, to happen. It's when, and what's what's really interesting is is how the technology that they that they currently have on the stations is being implemented in future stations so right now they they sent a, a few of their team members out to to china to talk about a few sensors about adding sensors to the station and the the scale we put we we, we are tr trying scales in the station to to make more people goes there to take their weight and uh, the body fat in the scale are not so accurate, but if you check in the same time of the day, every day, you can at least check attendance. But in the end, if we deploy, deploy when you yes. start, yeah. if you deploy, imagine that we deploy a hundred uh, scales in, in public space. We we know we in few years we can have attendance of an entire population if they are going fat if they are going better and it's like a we call health metrics we're gonna have have the wellness metrics and the wellness features in the station the physical and the app we're gonna have have some health metrics like why not to check your bloody pressure if you could go there but nowadays there is watch but that does that but it, if you could, if you don't have, you can if go you there and watch. check yeah. and and put in your app how you are today, and or check your eyes and uh, all these health eyes. So, just just so I'm, it sounds like you guys have a great vision for the future, and this would be a hundred percent free for people to use. This there would be no. Uh, um, you just need the app. You would just need. Yeah, so it's not a closed question because part of the ecosystem is paid by the sponsors, but there is some series that are uh, ad-free. Imagine that I wanna put in the Central Park. Maybe I will not be allowed to put sponsorship in the station, but maybe really? they will. Uh, we don't know, but. Uh, Santa Monica in California, they are ad free. Like they don't like uh, sponsors logos in the streets. And I didn't know those. Yeah, uh, depends of the place and depends of the city. It happens. If you go inside the Central Park, you're gonna probably see nothing about companies or uh, just some Mastercard or something. It's very small, but it's very difficult to to put something. And even in Brazil, sometimes it's difficult. Some place uh, has a how has a local reception or local government reception been to a mood and all the stations have uh, cities been receptive? We we started our talk in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. uh, in Miami Beach. We we deployed uh, a station uh, in the university, and now there is uh, some stations uh, that are in without ad and even we don't know if they will make a, a bid with other companies to check who wanna put the station. Mm. Um, but uh, for me, the most important then if we gonna uh, be the first or the second company or is that the vision that we, we inspire people and that we gonna 
build a wellness ecosystem in a city that gonna happens outdoor. Yeah, I could see like like 50 of these across the 50 states. Yeah, you mentioned quite a few cities, Santa Monica, Miami. How many cities do you have in the U.S. currently that are utilizing no, that? No, we have a station only in Miami, but okay. but we are very close to, to Reef. And it's funny because 20 years after my my first sta- my first open air gym in Rio that was launched in '99. We gonna refurbish and and we gonna put our equipment in the Los Angeles Muscle Beach in Venice. Really? We are selected by the city to put our equipment there, and it's there is the second most visited place in California, Venice Beach. So we expect to explode with people from everywhere knowing us. At least the the equipment for outdoor gyms and uh, our partner there has the ownership of the brand Muscle Beach and we we have some plans maybe to to do Muscle Beach originals outdoor gyms in other cities of the world connect or or not with the station but the station are part of the ecosystem all do you uh, uh where do you where do you see like do you guys plan on expanding out into Europe as well? We have a company in in Avia. Mm-hmm. We are finishing the the certified station because there there is a, a some rules that you need to put in your equipment. We need to make some change, and we opened a company uh, in the beginning of this year, and we have some station in the lake. The same lake that is in Lausanne, Genève, Evian, the water. Yeah. So it's in Evian, the city that we have the the, the station installed. That's that's super. That's that's super impressive. Yeah. Where where can um our audience find you guys? Um, Facebook, Instagram. Besides, you know, outdoors. Like, where can where can they follow you guys? And watch the journey grow. Yeah. In the in the. We we didn't give so much attention for the our social medias mm-hmm. uh, in the beginning, but our today our principal channel are the 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 social media of our coach. Okay. I believe that the success of a project is based in three things. It's like a how say receita. Uh, like, a, like a recipe. recipe. Oh, okay. One is location. You need a good location to make people interested to be there. We we have clo- we have a class in the best place of the beach in real parks. Second is the infrastructure that we offer. So one station or a gym, it makes or a training truck in case of the class that we give in the beach of Leblon, it makes a lot of difference. And the third one is the coach, the star coach, because the the regular fitness champs, the, the gyms, they don't want to pay a lot of money for the coach. They have to pay for the building, for the energy they use, for the water. We don't have to pay for nothing. Because we are outdoor, we need to pay for the coach and the and the coach that are the stars. 
bring people. And when once you have people, you have the, the sponsor. So the coach uh, in the group class are totally one of, is the principal part. And we have coach with 100, one of our main coach, Marcela, has 108,000 followers. Damn. She has, she started three years ago with 8,000. And she she has the Christ Girls RJ and, and she grew a lot with us. And we with her. And when we need to to give some exposition for our sponsor, we prefer to give to their social media. And because the 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 users and the the, the clients uh, trust in the coach, it's easy if you send the message through them. So no, nobody's better to talk about your company or your project than the coach that you trust. Absolutely. And, and it's something that uh, we, I realize this now, but it's something that we use. Right. Uh, we have the, the yoga uh, coach also with 30,000, 8,000. And yoga is, uh, it's something very, popular here every day on on the Hudson River there's always a there's always a class going on that's yeah using the coaches to really promote the brand that's super uh a super ecosystem forward yeah it's it's uh it's it, just how, how Marcus was saying just quickly adding towards the the ecosystem and where these people win um you know all these the the when the station enters a, a small community um you know, Mood selects local trainers within that community. So it would be, you know, a, a yoga teacher or someone prominent with that, within that community to teach a, a free class for their community. Um, and as that class grows and as that gains exposure, um, more people are invited to see the class and more people are interacting with the brand. Mm -hmm. Governments are gaining, you know, free, free fitness and wellness activities for its people. And the, the coach and the and mood itself are simultaneously growing with each other. Just how Marcus was saying how um, this uh, trainer in Rio grew from 8,000 to 103,000 followers. Uh, that's, that's incredible within three years. Yeah. And uh, just, just to show how when, when we enter a city, how we can grow not only the trainers following, but we also grow together with them. We go with, within communities. Um, it's it's an incredible ecosystem where, you know, all the parties involved are, are winning on some sort of level. That's that's super interesting. Think talking about talking about community just to like wrap it up here. Noticing that we're having this conversation here in New York City. Are there any plans for New York City? Yes, <laughs> we are trying. I don't to. know. I don't know if you're allowed to talk about it. No, no, yeah, we we. we I mean, would guys, like... guys, it's it's uh, nearing winter. I don't know if I want to work out. <laughs> but right now. Uh, even in, in cold days like today, there's a lot of people running. Yeah. They could stop in a in a station and make some push-ups, some Pull -ups. exercise, or to stretch. So I believe that people that loves to run outdoors would use the station and it's a good complement for that kind of exercise maybe not a yoga cl class <laughs> in the in the snow but we can have and in the united states do we have uh, some some states that are perfect to receive our ecosystem like texas florida, florida snow right now yeah florida texas california so 
Yeah, you know, in, in terms of New York City, the, the, the most interesting part, and just to, you know, start to conclude on this note, is that although these stations are um, placed on the ground, there's no permanent con construction drilling. You know, these are stations that can be moved in and out pretty quickly. So you're not changing the, the, the look of the park or... Absolutely not. Yeah, that, that's the, the best part about these stations, that they, they sit on a wooden platform and they go directly on top of the existing ground. So... Um, like an I, art installation. Yeah, something like that. And this is something that can be interacted, you know, within the four or five months where people are doing more outdoor activities. Uh, but the real win is being able to move those stations in and out of public spaces, you know, within the same day or within every two days. For us to bring move to New York, uh, it sounds like a, an incredible idea because why, why wouldn't New York be the next wellness city? Um, you know, there's plenty of public parks for us to play stations and host classes and being able to put those out for the winter and put them right back on on May all the way to the end of October or September. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, it's a little, yeah. it's a little, little chilly for October. Um, but yeah, that's that's the best part about this. And yes, so I would say that there's big plans to, to come to New York and, and expand the project to different states and, you know, get in front of as many people as possible to show how, how amazing our, our brand is and how, what we can do and transform the lives of the people here. Something that's a challenge for me now is that uh, we have a kind of startup, digital startup, because we, we, we are developing artificial intelligence, we are developing the new app, but over a 18 years company. And during these eight years, we always make money with the company. We got profit in the every time and we grew with our own money but from now we 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 need i need to 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 understand how the venture capital uh, world works yeah. and and we need uh money to make our way fast yeah. marcus steve thank you very much for joining us today thank, thank you, you so much and this has been the episode, everybody. Thank you. What Thank up? you. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, let's call that a wrap. Good. Good stuff. Right. Yes. Did you like? Yes. It was great. You guys enjoy that? Yeah. Good. 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 And this has been the Mood episode. I'd like to thank Marcus, Steven Diaz, and G. Schneider for making this episode happen and for taking the time out of their busy schedules to meet with us. As always, you can follow Mood through their Instagram and through their website and keep a lookout for the new wearable integration app on the App Store and at stations in a city near you. This has been a Block Party production. We hope you enjoy our content because we do this for you. We appreciate you listening to this episode of the Block Party Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and wherever you listen to your podcasts at. If you are more visual, make sure to check out our episodes on YouTube and subscribe to our content. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook to see behind the scenes with our guests and us in the lab. Make sure to leave us comments, suggestions, likes, and feedback for future episodes so that we can continue to improve and bring you better and better content. As always, thank you and welcome to the block.